Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. You're listening to AI Audible, the new narrated article podcast from the Anfield Index podcast channel. No Van Dyke, no replacement equals failed transfer window by Joseph Norton. In the last three seasons, the Reds have conceded 140 goals in the Premier League. That is an average of 46.7 goals a season. Simply not good enough. There's nothing better than seeing an attacking Liverpool side at their fluid dynamic best, causing havoc to opposition defences. But for the previous five years, possibly longer, we've seen our defence capitulate all too often. Four against Bournemouth, three against Leicester, three against Watford, two against a dire Sunderland side. These are just a few examples where our leaky defence has failed and cost us dearly. So it's about time we addressed the biggest issue we've had in the team for the last five years or so. We've seen just how much of a positive impact Joel Matip had on the team last season. How much more solid did we look when he was in the team? A centre-back that oozes class and composure. Look at the impact he had on Dejan Lovren. He actually looked like a pretty decent centre-back for periods of last season. And much of this has to be put down to him playing with a top-class centre-back in Matip. Dejan Lovren is a good defender, but he makes too many mistakes, many of which are magnified because of our expansive style of play. Therefore, we need to sign a top-class centre-back to partner Matip, giving us the best chance of solidifying our defence. We're never going to have the best defensive record in the league, and neither should we strive to have that. The way our full-backs bomb on mean our centre-backs are exposed, and left to cover a lot of ground, a job most centre-backs in the league don't have to worry about. As a result, this emphasises just why our centre-backs must be the best in the league, and more importantly, have the physical attributes required to play in a high defensive line, which plays on the front foot and takes chances. Failure to bring in a top-level centre-back would be a damning indictment on the football club, whether it's Van Dijk or a top-class alternative. I'm fairly relaxed either way, but one thing is for sure, if we don't have a new centre-back come the end of the transfer window, we should be asking serious questions of our manager, and more importantly, of our scouting team. I've chosen two definitions of failure as described by the Oxford Dictionary. The neglect or omission of expected or required action, and a lack or deficiency of a desirable quality. I think both of these perfectly capture pretty much all the Liverpool fans' opinion on the centre-back position at the moment. The heart of defence has been one of the biggest issues at our club for a long while, and it's about time we addressed it. Put your personal opinion of Lovren to one side for a moment. 
we'll all agree in our system he's not good enough to start regularly in the Premier League and Champions League. That's not to say he hasn't got quality. He really does. And I, for one, would be very happy to see him as our third choice centre-back heading into next season. But if he's lining up next to Matip on a regular basis, then serious questions have to be asked. We know both Lovren and Matip are injury-prone, so we can't even rely on those two to play 40-50 to 50 games a season together, which means the likes of Ragnar Klavan and Joe Gomez may be needed in some big games. Again, both of these have good qualities, but if we want to start challenging for trophies, we need to stop with this mentality of, oh, we might just be okay with Matip and Lovren. No, this is not the time to take chances. We are very close to having a very, very good team, and we have a top-class manager, so let's address this problematic position once and for all and sign a top-quality centre-back. For some context, Liverpool conceded 42 goals last season, which was the fifth worst out of the top six. Arsenal conceded two more. The season before that, we leaked 50 goals, which was the seventh worst out of the top eight. And in 2014-15, we conceded 48, which was only seven better than Tottenham, who had the worst record out of the top six. As mentioned, I'm not expecting us to have the best defence in the league. I'd much rather we beat teams 4-2 than 2-0. It's far more entertaining to watch, and that's what football's all about. But we can't keep conceding threes and fours against bang average sides such as Bournemouth and Watford, giving us very little hope of beating them, as it would take some attacking performance, even for our front line, to win those games. The best way to cut out these capitulations is to sign another quality centre-back who fits the system to partner Matip. It's very difficult to play in this Liverpool defence because of how isolated they are, which is exactly why our centre-backs need to be the best in the league and have all the physical attributes to play in Klopp's system. Effectively, they both need to be complete centre-backs, which is why Van Dijk is worth £70 million. He's quick, which means he's very good in space and at covering ground. He's brilliant in the air, he's strong in the tackle, and his decision-making is constantly improving. He is the complete centre-back. There will be some people thinking that in a transfer window in which we keep Coutinho, sign Mo Salah and, dare I say it, sign Keita or another quality midfielder, how can we deem it a failure? For starters, as soon as top four was guaranteed, there was no way the little magician was leaving. We had Champions League football. We've got one of the best managers in the world, and we were always going to invest in the squad. Therefore, this transfer window was never going to be the one he moved in. Don't get me wrong, it's brilliant that he's staying. He'll be world-class next season, operating in a slightly deeper position. But should him staying really be celebrated as our best business this window? Stop being so patronising and give us a break. What about Mo Salah? He's a quality player. I said before the window opened, if we signed him or Douglas Costa, it would be great. And lo and behold, we signed the Egyptian speedster. And what a signing he's going to prove to be. Just perfect for Klopp's system. But again, we all knew we needed another winger who could replace Mane's pace and dynamism. So was it really a surprise that we signed him? Well, certainly not for me, anyway. We may also sign a top-quality midfielder as well, and in my opinion we definitely need a midfielder who can do everything, strengthening the centre of the park should we suffer injuries to the like of Wijnaldum or Lalana, who were crucial parts of our system last year. Again, it's great if we can sign a top-quality midfielder to transform the team and strengthen our spine, but with Champions League football and our high-energy style of play, wasn't this always going to be needed? 
Liverpool's main problem at centre-back comes against weaker sides when we commit men forward and leave our centre-backs isolated. A lot of the time the attacking performance of the team will be great, but when we concede one, we often go on to capitulate and concede two, three or even four. This is just simply not acceptable. Teams capable of winning the Premier League don't crumble under pressure. They dig in and rely on their quality at the back to save them and keep them in games. And if their attack is good enough to take the game away from the opposition, then that's a bonus, not a necessity. Finding a player as good as Van Dijk is very difficult, and it's unlikely if we miss out on the Dutchman, we'll sign a player at his level. But someone like Kaladu Koulibaly could certainly be a good option. We know how desperate Klopp is to recruit Van Dijk, and he probably thinks he can get away without signing a centre-back for the first half of next season, and then sign him in January. But we all know things like that never seem to come to fruition. In my opinion, this strategy would mean Klopp is taking an unnecessary gamble. Yes, Van Dijk is a very good defender, but there are a number of centre-backs who possess similar attributes and qualities to the Dutchman. If he wants the Southampton defender to lead his backline, then why not look to sign him in January or next season? But it should not be at the expense of signing another centre-back in this window. Centre-back has been a problematic position for too many years, and it's about time we rectified it once and for all this summer. This Liverpool side that Klopp is building is slowly evolving into a real force, so let's get a top-class centre-back and see just how far it can take us. Anything other than signing a top quality centre-back in this window has to be deemed a failure, and I'd question people's ambition for the club if you argue against this. That's quite a long piece there from Joe, so I'm not going to um, witter away too much at the end of it. I just want to say one thing, really. It's kind of self-interest. I'd like to point you in the direction of the AI podcast, the uh, flagship, the original show, which I'm now lucky enough to be hosting. Um, the last two that I recorded, one is out already. That's um, was with Kalen and Rory, um, Kalen Karim and Rory Greenfield, two great lads. Really enjoyed the podcast with them. And another one that should be out over the weekend um, with Simon Brundish. Again, a great chat with a really good lad. So if you get a chance, if you point yourself in the direction of those things and have a listen. Thank you for listening to AI Audible. You can read this episode's article along with many others on AnfieldIndex.com. You can download our AI channel app on iOS and Android. And you can find all our AI Audible episodes on Twitter at AI Audible and on AnfieldIndex.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.